And I think that the issue with trying to find goals and manifestations with the intention of it's going to take something away from me that I'm struggling with, or it's going to fix something within me that I don't want to do the work at all and, and work through and release. It just, it's still there, right? It's, it's still there. The money isn't going to solve your problems. The money isn't going to take away the things that you need to take a good, hard look at in your life and in your business. My name is Kat Del Carmen. I'm a wife, mama, and business coach to badass women. Here's the thing. So many of us were raised to believe that a college degree and a nine to five job is the only road to success. I'm here to tell you it's not. On this show, we're going to keep it real. I'm going to challenge you to think differently, take action before you're ready and show up as your future self. We'll talk about business, growth, mindset, and the tough stuff in life. My guests will inspire you and give you insight to what is possible. So if you want to start an online business, I'm here to teach you. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Follow That Fear podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. I am so freaking pumped for today's episode. We have the one and only Tiffany Chung on this podcast. This is actually her second time on, and I'm so excited because not only has she grown her business so much more since she was last on the show, but... I have too. And I'm just so honored to talk to her and learn from her. She is always oozing out wisdom and knowledge. So I'm really, really pumped to have her on the show. She also has an amazing program that she's launching the day this episode launches called Business Activation Academy. It's a group program for folks who want to take their business to the next level. If you want to build, activate, and sell the F out of your unique magic, you're going to want to listen in. We're going to talk about what is your secret sauce. And we're also going to talk about human design. We're going to talk about our stories. And I love this conversation because we literally were just talking the whole time, the way we do on you know our private calls. So I, I enjoyed this conversation so much, and I know you will take so much away from it. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that if you have listened to this show and you've taken something away, it would mean so, so much to me if you can screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. This is how the podcast grows. So I would so, so, so appreciate it. That being said, let's get into this episode. You know, I love you. I adore you. You are such like you. I'm so grateful for you forever because you were, I think you were like my first, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'd say outside of reading the book, like the secret. And I was really into that, but I didn't really practice anything after that. It was like, Oh, this is so cool that things can just like gravitate towards you. But you were like the first person who talked about manifestation in a way that I was li- willing to listen. 
um, because you were just the perfect amount of woo-woo for me and the perfect amount of like, like for real, what's up, my friend, like just like my homie. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that because when you started talking about journaling and writing in a way, like, I don't know what's the proper words for it, but like, for me, I call it like manifestation journaling. (laughs) And you were the first person to teach me that literally from your IG stories, like you did it. And then I followed. And now I have a six figure business. (laughs) Um, So I'm so grateful to you forever. Incredible. I love that. Well, first of all, that's a huge testament to you doing the the work, the inspired action in order to build yourself to be a six-figure business owner and being able to take responsibility. I think there is also a lot of misconception around manifestation and what it means. So I feel like it's become a very hot topic, like a very um, co- conversated about theme in so many different social media platforms. And I think that sometimes people forget that it isn't just visualizing what you want and it appears in the room. It is acting as if, which is really big for me. So my quick, like ready to go manifestation technique for anybody that is brand new is what I call the three A's. So it's align, act, actualize. You start by, you start with the end. You start with the end in mind. That is the goal of this entire thing. You actualize, you you decide what you want to actualize. So for you, it was that six-figure business and of course, all of the things that came with it, right? And then you align yourself to that. This is really important because if you are making decisions and taking action that is out of alignment to the thing that you want, it's never going to work. And then the action is important as well, because this isn't just action of mindless hustle. It is inspired action where you've got to do the do, but it's got to be the right do, right? It has to be the do that aligns with you. Look, I'm rhyming now. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's why it's extremely important when people, you know, I think there's a lot of just, there is a lot of being, but there also has to incorporate the law of action in order to breathe things to life, right? You breathe it to life and you want to be able to push it forward with that divine masculine. And then you're able to actualize what you want. And it's beautiful when you write that out through manifestation journaling in present tense, because you get to truly live as if and declare it. it it's not this energy of wishing and begging and hoping. It's this is who I am. This is who I get to be. I am a six-figure business owner, right? And so incredible. And I'm so proud of you, by the way. Thank you. I I actually want have one more question off of this, but for the audience, we're going to be talking about quite a lot today. Um, we're going to be talking about human design. We're going to be talking about identifying your secret sauce. But I wanted to start out with this because this is like legit what Tiffany helped me with in the beginning of my journey. Um, So before we get into other stuff, so the way you taught me, (laughs) again, this all happened via Instagram stories, guys. Okay. (laughs) So like, I love it. Watch her Instagram stories. Um, the way you taught me 
was that, and this is what I do. I literally tell my clients this now, even if, even though I'm like, so not like manifestation E, but like, I'm taking this um, as Tiffany's thing and I, I'm sharing it with the world. Um, for I, this is how I started y'all for them for the following month, instead of creating like these goals that I wanted, I started writing them in present tense. So AKA back in the day, it looks something like this. Um, thank you. So, so I would write like December, uh, 2000, whatever for the month. And then I started just, and for me, I was thinking God, right. So like, I heard it from you, but like, I, you know, I have a relationship with God because I'm Christian, whatever. I mean, we all, there's lots of relationships with God, but for me, that's what I had to like make sense of it. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use this practice and I'm going to like make it almost like a prayer, but it's almost like declaring that I trust God so much that like I could be this person today. And I know that like, regardless of what I, you know, what I write, like God's plan is God's plan. And I trust it like fully. And what, what God wants for me is for me to just show up and like start acting and walking and talking like that person. So I started writing down like exactly what I wanted in present tense. Like, thank you so much for $10,000 a month. Thank you so much for my clients who are getting amazing results. Thank you so much for these podcasts, um, collaborations and la da 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 da. And I started doing that probably maybe September, October of last year. And I've still used it now until what month is it? August of 2021 now. And it's made such a difference in my life. Like, I think it was the first introduction I had to really believing and growing myself. Um, Stacey Bayman calls it her self-concept. And really starting to see ourselves differently. And the way you showed it, showed me and showed all of us was just so approachable and easy. And when you were talking about aligned, um, like the three A's aligned act and actualize, actualize, I, that makes so much sense. Like I love, I love those three A's because the, actualize is so important, but the act, like, and I think, I think in the beginning of a lot of folks journey, the act, they feel like they need to do specific actions, but in all reality, the act can be not acting in certain ways. And the act can be, um, it can look so different than what we think or what we think we're supposed to do. And I love, I just, just love that that you are all about this and it's a reason why you are who you are. Oh, thank you. Well, first of all, that's incredible. You took massive responsibility and you also took massive action where you weren't calculating every single thing. You were taking action, scary, scary, big action in order to realign and to readjust. And you were taking those steps and taking the leap. And I think it's really powerful. And I think a lot of people, when they're writing out their goals, is they write it out with this want and this hope. I hope to get 10K this month. I hope to book three more clients. I want four more signups in my group coaching program. 
And that ends up manifesting more want. It ends up manifesting more hope. You hope to hope more. You want to want more, right? It's just more wanting and more hoping. So when you come from this energy of declaring and saying, so it is, I now have four aligned clients in my group coaching program. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, source, right? It binds this all together in a really beautiful way where instead of this is what I desire, you are taking that desire and you're turning it into a declaration because you get to call that in, right? And when you call that in and you decide that, you also, this is the aligned part, right? You also get to align yourself to it. So anything that is no longer serving the thing you want to actualize, that needs to fall away, right? If you are manifesting your dream home, but you aren't taking care of the small apartment that you have right now, you're trashing it. It's full of clutter. There is nothing that you're doing to truly maintain it. You're not grateful for it. You're always talking badly about it. Your apartment can hear you, right? Your your place, everything around you is alive. This is how I see it. And if you're constantly speaking a lot of that negativity out around you, you're not maintaining what you currently have. Why would the universe give you more? Why would the universe give you the upgrade if you can't handle what you have now? It's holding gratitude for exactly where you're at right now while calling in that next level you. Ah, that's so, so good. You know, I, so there are so many times where I will, and and for the house example, I think that's so good because I really thought about this. I, I, I literally had a very similar conversation with myself regarding my house, my home when a year ago, because we downgraded, we left our beautiful home in Oakland and we moved to LA into a smaller apartment or a, a good size apartment. Then we downgraded because I quit my job for my business into a smaller apartment. And I kept I was in this space of like, I'm just not going to be able to build a business here. This is just a mess. Everything's a mess. I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom, blah, blah, blah. My circumstances, la, la, la. And I love what you're saying because having that like absolute gratitude helps you show up in a way, not only for your business or your whatever you want, but just to find the happiness right now. And like, yes. it's just a lot more fun to grow shit when you're happy. Like, right. or when you're content, when you're like, it's all good. Like whether this happens or not, like I'm chill. And what's crazy is when you're in that energy, like so much abundance comes through. It's like outrageous. Um, so I love, love, love that you brought that up because for me, the way I talk about it with my clients is like, we talk about being super aware of our thoughts. So if like, I'm, I'm literally thinking of like, a corner of clothes I have in my room right now. And sometimes I, I, I I will just talk shit. Right. And I'll just be like, what the fuck can't like get, you know, get that (laughs) off the ground. But it almost, sometimes when I see those moments now, right. Even with everything I've built, it's almost like a reminder of like, okay, cat, like you're good because you're just not there yet. Right. Like I want this, like, half a million dollar business. But then I also see this close. And now I take such responsibility of it, of like, 
Oh no, girl, you ain't gonna get, you're not even ready. You're not even ready for the, you know, half a mil. You gotta get, you gotta prepare yourself now. So like, how can I take care of myself now to become that person? Yes. And I think the responsibility piece is, is just really important to the journey as well. Yeah. And it's so important because we live in this milestone culture where I, once I get this, I will be happy. Once I have the 500K business, I'll be happy. Once I have the dream yes. home, I'll be happy. Once I have the partner, once I have kids, no two kids, no three kids, right? It is a constant chase after something external. And the biggest thing that we need to master, whether you're a coach or not, is recognizing that that contentness, that gratefulness, that expansive infiniteness that you are is all within you. Nothing's going to change when you hit six figures. Any of you can ask Pat, ask me, we're the same people. We are li- literally the same exact people. I was like, okay, I'm going to hit six figures and everything's just going to turn into rainbows. It's going to go from black and white to color. Like everything is going to change. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, I am the same damn person. And everything that I was holding on to, any of the stuck energy, any of the trauma that I hadn't worked through, any of those emotions that were bypassed were still there as six figure me. And so I think we get so hung up on these milestones and these goals and these manifestations and things that we're working towards as the thing that is going to save us. So newsflash, no one's coming to save you. Nobody is coming to save you. You do that shit on your own. <sighs> That's, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. You're so right about the milestone culture because it doesn't like, I, yeah, you're hundred percent right. I thought like six figures, um, I would at six figures, I would know exactly what I'm doing in my business. I would know exactly who my audience is and what I stand for. And my messaging is going to be perfect. And my branding will be on this. And it's a fucking lie. Like it's such a lie. It's not true. We're the yeah. same. We're the same freaking people. I was listening to a podcast, actually Stacey Bateman again, her podcast. And she had on, it's an amazing episode. There's two episodes where she's talking with three of her clients who hit million dollar plus. I listened and, to it. And um, I think it was Samantha. I forget her last name. Um, but she said that what is one of the questions asked was, what is the most surprising thing you learned about when you hit a million dollars? And she's like, I was surprised I wasn't like queen of the day. And I was like, that's so true. Yeah. (laughs) And it was funny because she was like, nobody really cared. (laughs) Like nobody cares. Nobody. Like the only people who really care are like the people who are in your industry and your like friends in the industry. Yeah. But like in all reality, it's like, no, like it's (laughs) like as, as amazing as a million dollars sounds like now I know when I get there, when you get there, like we're still going to have things in our business we want to fix. We're still going to have self-doubt. We're still going to have all of these things. And we're still going to have life and all the drama of life. And and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That is so freaking part of the human experience. And I think that the issue with trying to find goals and manifestations with the intention of it's going to take something away from me that I'm struggling with, or it's going to fix something within me that I don't want to do the work at all and, and work through and release. It just, it's still there. 
right? It's, it's still there. The money yep. isn't going to solve your problems. The money isn't going to take away the things that you need to take a good, hard look at in your life and in your business. Absolutely. Uh, such a good, good conversation already. Okay. Let's get into identifying your secret sauce. I feel like you, I feel like you've always been good at this. Even if you don't think so, I feel like you have always been so good at, I feel like you've been good at articulating, um, how you help people and articulating even throughout your journey. Like I've, I've, I've seen you in the beginning of your coaching side of your business. Um, I followed you for a long time before you were a coach and you've always been so good at articulating how you help people. And it seems like what your secret sauce is. And I know as you come up on this launch, this will be this podcast episode will launch on her on Tiffany's first launch day of BAA business activation Academy. Yeah. Heart is open. Yeah. So tell us about, I know a big piece of that, of how you're helping your clients um, really like identify what it is that they're special at and what it is that they have and why what they have is important to the world and can help people. Let's talk about identifying your secret sauce. What, what do you mean? Um, when you mention that in your IG stories and in, um, your content and in your program, what does that mean? Yeah. So I think before we dive into secret sauce, let's talk about what it's not and where this even came from in the beginning. So when I first started my business, I heard from everybody and their mama that you got to find a niche. And then not only do you find it, you've got to narrow it down. So then you go from this niche that you found, and then it's got to be like three levels deep. And it's got to look like this. And you've got to be real crystal clear and specific on the person that you're serving. And that's your niche. And that's what you do. And that's it. And I was like, wait, but but, 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 but like there were so many things that I wanted to do and bring to life. And I felt like I was such an expansive, multi-creative, multi-passionate person that how could I possibly find some one thing to focus on? And so while I think it is important to understand your zone of genius and your strengths and your weaknesses, I'm not saying build a business that does a little bit of everything from all over. I'm just saying that there is so much to your expansive infiniteness that is you and your soul and your calling in your business that doesn't need to be limiting and doesn't need to be limited. And what I started to see was the niche started backfiring for a lot of business owners and it made them feel like they needed to fit themselves into this small little perfect folded box and they couldn't even be themselves because then this box was external and it was an another version of them they felt like they had to be and to fit into and show up as that wasn't even them at the end of the day they didn't feel like they can show up as their authentic self and for anyone who's listening you know cat shows up as her authentic self, right? This is something that I do with my platform as well. Like we show up very aligned and very authentic to who we are. We're not putting a mask on when we show up on social media. We're not thinking about how is someone going to perceive me? Should I show up this way or that way or present myself a certain way? No, there is none of that because we recognize 
that anything that we create, anything that we say, it's got to come from integrity. It's got to come from the person that we are. So I created the secret sauce because I wanted people to feel expansive in what they were creating and what they were doing and know that they are worthy just by being themselves. They don't have to be a niche. They don't have to find something outside of them. They are their niche. They are their secret sauce. It's not more you need to do. It's not a certain thing you need to say. It's not a certain way or you post or a certain time that you post. Um, it's not any of that. These are all external things. You show up as you. You are your secret sauce. And so this is something I teach inside Business Activation Academy is helping people to create and understand what service, what offer they can create and that they can offer that stems from their secret sauce. That everybody has one. You have a unique magic about you that only you can bring to the table with your story, with your experience, with your expertise, with your zone of genius, with the thing that you were told your entire life could only ever be a hobby. That is the thing that can attract wild financial abundance into your life and into your business. It's you. I a hundred percent stand by that. Um, because for a long time, I put myself in many boxes. A lot of my clients and my audience know my story. I mean, you could literally hear the whole story on my podcast, like as I've grown. <laughs> um, but I was a podcast coach and then I was a personal brand coach and I was so obsessed over what I was calling myself and how I was helping people and what was my niche mm. and it needed to be strong and it needed to be specific and. Yeah. It literally felt so, so, so unaligned, especially in the beginning. Like I remember when I put out my podcast course, which I started with a whole course, which was like crazy because it was so much work. Um, but when I did that, I remember I legit didn't want to create a podcast course. And the only reason I decided to do that is because I had experience creating a podcast it hit, I think, 10,000 downloads, which like felt like an accomplishment or some type of milestone. And I could teach it, which on paper sounds really good, right? Like on paper, it sounds perfect, but I didn't want to freaking do it. Mm. I thought it was my only way in. I thought it was my only way in because I always thought I was a person who didn't have, um, like didn't have a talent or something to share, which is silly now. But I always thought that I always would say, I'm just not good at anything. I'm just not like, I don't have anything I'm really great at. And I used to really, truly believe that. So I 100% align with what you're saying and stand by that because it's so true. Like the the industry is 100% changing we are changing it, you and me, and a lot other badass women who are building businesses right now, we're changing the game. And the reason we're doing this is because, and I know you could relate to this too, we were taught a different way. 
like we were taught a different way. I was taught you needed to know exactly who your ideal client was. And if you didn't know who your ideal client was, then you, you were shit, you know, like what you had to say was crap because you needed to speak exactly to that person. And here's the thing. I still think it's important that you talk to your people, but it's important because you are exercising your voice and like sharing the value that you have inside of you. Yeah. That is more important. Um, and I had to learn a lot of uns, unlearn a lot of stuff that I learned in the coaching industry and in the digital marketing industry. And I know you had to, too, yes. because we, we put ourselves in these boxes at first. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are so many strategies out there, right? Every single person is talking about strategies in their course, in their platform. And I also teach the ones that have been extremely effective, but the way that I do it is allowing you to integrate your secret sauce and uncover your human design, your unique energy, the way that you're meant to navigate with the other energies of the world, how to make decisions, how to take action in your life. And that gets to be the way you do it, right? So you aren't just taking somebody else's strategy that has gotten to a million dollars in two years, right? And you're following their step-by-step. That road has already been paved. And they did it with their unique magic. That's not something that they can offer to you because you have your own way of doing things. And I think that this is very common where we see a lot of different coaches, a lot of different mentors in this space do something, offer something, teach a strategy. And it's very much this energy of this is the only way that you can do this thing in order to get this outcome. And I like to challenge that with my clients and inside Business Activation Academy to say, no, it's your energy. It's the way that you do it. It's your unique magic that you bring to the strategy with the mindset work that you've done, with the healing that you've integrated, the shadow work, your shadow selves, recognizing your ego and your highest self and being able to infuse all of that into the offer that lights you up the most. So that way it isn't just because we've all put out services that we weren't a hundred percent about and we did it because we wanted the money, we wanted the clients, we wanted something, we wanted to put something out there, right? But this way, when you're infusing it with your human design, with your energy, with your secret sauce, it gets to be completely you. It isn't something that just made sense or looked good on paper or was something that somebody else did, which is kind of how we, a lot of us start our businesses. It is being fully lit up and creating an offer that is expansive to you and expansive to your client because the results are truly determined by the energy that you were in when you were creating. Let's talk about human design because I think what's the most unique thing about BAA, right? Um, about BAA is that like you created this entire program with the like the literal intention that everyone's going to do it a different way. And I think that's so, I just think that's, it's, that's something that's so disruptive in this, in this space. And it's just freaking dope. Like it's so dope. The fact that you built it that way, you know what I mean? Like you built it in a way that everyone's going to do it differently. Like that is so outrageous. And like, the coolest way. So let's, before we get into like how that works in your program, tell us about human design because my audience, I, I like, 
Yeah. I've literally never talked about it on the podcast ever. Yeah. Um, so if you could give us like the very simple version of like, uh, I mean, we, we can go into it a little bit more too, but start out by just, can you just tell us what human design is and how has it really shifted you and your business and why, why do you believe it's so important, um, for us to know this type of information about ourselves? Yeah. Incredible question. So in short, your human design is created. It is the blueprint to understanding your energy and it allows you to come back to who you were meant to be. So at your core, there is a certain way that you're meant to, that you were designed to take action in this world and also to make decisions in this world. And this helps you to recognize how you can best use your magic and who you are and understand more of that the way that you should be navigating with the other energies. And so human design is a, you download your chart. So you put in your birth time, you put in your birth location, um, your birthday, and all of the energy surrounding you, the time that you were born is it creates your human design. So you have energy centers where you take in energies from the people around you. If they're open, if they're defined, it's fixed energy from within you. You have your authority and strategy, which teaches you how you make decisions and also how you're taking action in your life and in your business. And you also have your energy type. So there are five energy types. There are generators, manifestors, manifesting generators that have a little bit of both projectors, which is cat and reflectors. Every single energy type is here to do something specific within this world. Generators are here to build and to respond. Manifestors are here to get shit started. They're literally called the fire starters. Projectors are here to guide, navigate the energies of everybody around them. Manifesting generators are here to be multi-passionate. So this goes back to the secret sauce. Manifesting generators are literally not meant to niche down. I know manifesting generators that are doing um, multiple different services within their business and they find a way to really co-create and coexist within all of them and bring that to life for their audience. And so it allows you to show up as who you're meant to be. And rather than targeting or hunting those people down, that should be your quote unquote ideal clients. You allow them to come to you because you are standing in this big, beautiful light that is you. Um, and then reflectors is the last energy type. That means all of your centers are undefined and you are just taking in energies from the people around you consistently. And so reflectors are here to mirror energies back to you in the world, um, helps you to further heal. So the best way to understand human design is to start with your energy type. And that will give you a really good idea of who you are. And deconditioning is going to be the next step to understanding your human design chart. Since you were born, the environments you've been in, the values you've been taught, the things that your family has taught you, your friends have taught you, people in school have taught you. This is all your conditioning. So understanding what it is that you truly believe and that you truly stand for 
and not just what you've picked up on subconsciously as a child or during your childhood is going to be really important. Also, the ways that you work within the world, right? Understanding your human design is a beautiful way to come home to yourself rather than feeling like you need to operate in the way that your parents expected you to, or your teachers in school taught you to, or your boss wants you to, or a partner wants you to, right? You get to come home and regain and reclaim that power that is yours. That is incredible. And I feel like human design, like the fact that it's named and we get to understand ourselves and understand ourselves, like even if it's just a little piece, I think it, it, for me, at least the way I look at it is it's almost like giving us permission to just be like, oh shit, we can do it just this way. And it is enough. Yeah. And we don't have to do what all the other folks are doing. Like this is literally our gift for the world. So I, my whole job is just trusting that. Like that's the, that's my, that's how I play a role in this is trusting that I just need to like uncover. And with my clients, I talk a lot about, it's like peeling an onion and we're just like peel, like unlearning all this crap and like unlearning all the beliefs and thoughts that like we legit like thought were true or thought were us. Um, and I just, I love that about it. So how has, human design affected you and how you do business for yourself? Yeah. So a little bit about my human design. I am a three, five generator and I have a sacral authority. So your authority is how you make decisions. There's emotional authorities, ego authorities. My sacral authority means that my sacral center is defined. So Human design incorporates a couple of different things. Um, one of the big ones that you'll see is the chakra system in the human design body graph. So if you're familiar with your chakras, you've got your crown chakra, throat chakra, sacral chakra, and it is similar where you're picking up on energies. If it's open, a certain energy center is open in your body, or if it's defined, it comes from within you. It's a fixed energy. So my sacral center, this is what makes you a generator. Every single generator has a defined sacral center. That sacral center helps me to make decisions very much in the moment. And so for me, it's recognizing that I have this inner guidance system that helps me to recognize how I make decisions and what feels good to me in any given moment. And the way that I do it because I am able to make decisions on the spot is if I'm feeling really stuck or I'm feeling really... um confused or kind of on the fence, I will ask myself a yes or no question and I'll sit with it for a little bit. And whether my body and my energy lights up or I feel a sinking feeling in my stomach, I either do something or I don't. And so my energy and the way that I feel I'm listening to my body rather than listening to logic and reasoning. Our brain isn't even supposed to be making decisions for us. It holds memory. It's where we have our thoughts, right? And we're able to retrain and reframe our brain, but our brain isn't even supposed to be the thing that's making all of our decisions. Your body, your intuition and tapping into your energy, that will tell you every single thing that you ever need to know. So in my business, when I'm offering something new, if I decide I want to do one thing versus another, I'm listening to my sacral authority and I'm listening to my profile lines, which are three and five. 
So three means that I can show other people what it is to be human and to fail and to mess up over and over again. And that's okay. My five line is the problem solver, which comes out in coaching, right? I'm able to show people a better way of doing things and being able to solve specific problems and combine these together. And as a generator, which is my energy type, I am here to respond. I'm here to build. I have like this um, battery energy where I have a lot of energy to put into things that feel aligned to me. And so as long as I am following what lights me up, and as long as I'm following something that feels aligned to me and feels good to me and it fulfills me, then I get to listen to that. And I get to do that in my business. And if there is ever anything that my ego will tell me, oh, some other coach is doing this. Maybe you should do that too. And I sit with myself and I'm like, well, why? Why do I need that? Why do I feel like I need that? What would that do for my business? That's not what I'm called towards right now. That doesn't light me up. I don't have to do it. And then I don't. I don't spend time draining my energy doing all these things that I think I need to do that other coaches are doing in the industry. I get to do it my own way. And it's very, very freeing. I love that. And I hope you guys are taking notes because it's it's so freaking empowering for us to not only learn so much about ourselves, but like actually just accept that like it is okay to do certain things your way and be who you are and make the decisions, whether it makes you know, it doesn't have to make sense to the world. It could just make sense to you. Um, okay. Let's wrap up it soon. I have one more question. That's a little bit off topic. If that's okay. It's not like super off topic, but I want to make sure that, uh, I asked this because I know I have specific people in my head who I'm thinking about who would really want to ask you this question. So a little bit off topic, but I want to <laughs> ask you, you are in a unique situation when you started your coaching business because you were an influencer before. And um, I have a question for you about that. What have you learned about the transition of being an influencer who is paid to influence and work with brands and all of that and switch over to a coach who helps so many people grow their business in an aligned way. What were some of the hardest decisions you had to accept or make in that process? And if it's just one or that's fine too, whatever. I just like, I know this is like a totally random question, but I, I want to end it with that. No, I love it. I I love this question. This is a really, really good question. And I think it's important because I have learned some really integral lessons from being an influencer and then transitioning into a coach. And I think that there are things that people can learn and take away from that as well. So for anybody, um, just a little bit of a backstory, I was a content creator and I had monetized my platform where I was creating brand partnerships and working with brands on a long-term basis where I would connect with some sort of a clothing, a clothing company, or it was makeup because I did beauty blogging as well, or maybe it was a specific service. And what I would do is I would 
share that service, use that service. And I would, or post about the products. And there is a certain commission that I would get. And I would also get paid per post. So whatever I would share on my stories, on my feed, I would also get paid per post or thing that I uploaded. So it could be video, could be, um, could be a static post. And one of the main things that I did was I operated in 100% integrity. So this is something that came before coaching was I would never work with a brand that I did not completely stand for. So that means both loving their product and their service um, and also loving their brand values. So there were a couple of brands that would reach out to me and I knew their values. I knew certain things that they stood for, didn't stand for, or the way that they responded to certain things. Um, so certain like social justice issues that were happening in the world. And I would just flat out be like, no, I cannot work with you. Um, and I was very unapologetic about that. And I think that in a way, it also helped some of these brands shift the way that they were showing up on social media and being a lot more conscious of what they were doing. And so that's one part of it. The other part that I want to share is I was absorbed in this community that was very very focused. I would say the majority of the people were constantly having conversations around their engagement and their likes and their follows and the brands they were working with and the money they were making. And because a lot of these people that I connected with were doing this on the side, right? A lot of them were moms that were, um, just wanted to pick up something on the side. And I think they didn't see it as a full time opportunity for whatever reason. And for me, it was one of my main sources of income as a single mother who was in college and working several jobs. It was one of my main primary sources of income. So I took it very seriously. And so I think that there was something that I picked up on in terms of the culture where they were very, very focused on what it meant about them when they did or didn't get the engagement that they wanted. Um, they did or didn't, you know, it, it get the comments and the, the, just the traction that they would have hoped to get and what it made it, what they made it mean about who they were as an individual. And so going into being a coach, I still had a bit of that mindset that I really needed to release and now have completely released uh, in the very beginning, because then I made it mean, am I not a good coach if I don't have enough engagement? Am I not a good coach if I didn't see that many comments? And I think this is the thing about social media that whether you're an influencer or not, or whether you're a coach or not, or you're even selling anything at all, it is this idea that these likes, we've made it mean something about how popular we are or how liked we are. And we're putting our worth into something that is so external and so fleeting. And we're making it mean that we are somehow inadequate. And so I had to sit with that part of myself. It always shows up in my sacral. I had to sit with that part of myself and really be able to release it, surrender to it and ask what that part needed. And so I started seeing the way that I would show up and create content where a lot of people would make it solely about them, almost like a journey, a journal or a diary. And I started making the content about my community. 
I started building community. I started making it less about myself and what it meant about me and how I could bring value. And so that's something that I did as a coach as well, was really building an, a community that was connecting with one another and connected to me. And no longer does the engagement mean something about me or, or doesn't mean something about me. It is truly a little piece of the puzzle where I get to show up as my most authentic self. And I get to allow it to come from this place that is so much more focused on my energy and my own healing and bringing to life the value and the content that I think my community needs to hear versus wanting to go viral because that's not my goal or wanting to be seen a certain way, because that also isn't my goal. And to try to appeal to the masses, that's the last thing that I'll bring up, is content creators and influencers want to try to appeal to everybody around them. I am okay if people don't like me. I am now okay if there is somebody that looks at my content and goes, "Mm, that's not for me, because it means that I am showing up authentically enough and as aligned to myself enough to make certain people recognize whether or not my content is for them. And for every single person that goes, you know what? This chick isn't for me. I've got 10 people in my DMs, in my comments, or just thinking in their head, I might not even know, thinking, oh my God, where has she been my entire life? Yes. Ah, wow. Mike freaking drop. That was so, so good. I relate to that even as, you know, a non-influencer before, but like, we just can't get caught up in that. And the truth is that it's pretty damn freeing when you stop caring. Like now when I'll get like super low stories and I'm like, Oh my God, this means that the smaller this gets, the more these are literal customers, like, like literal customers. Like these people are ride or dies. And I just visualize all of them, like the smaller the number gets. I almost enjoy going to end of my stories, like a long thread, because I'm like, these folks are all going to work with me one day. Oh and I just like believe it hard. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Let it, let's wrap up. You are amazing. Thank you so much for sharing such knowledge and wealth of, of just goodness with us. Um, today is launch day for BAA. Um, tell us what the people need to know, because I know that we have a lot of, um, we have a lot of audience or clients that go back and forth. And I know there are some people in my audience who have thought about working with you who are on the line and not sure. Tell them about BAA and who it's for. And yeah. Yes. So Business Activation Academy is either for the person that is just in the very beginning stages of becoming a coach, still figuring out their signature offer, and really looking to uncover their secret sauce. They know they're meant for more. They know what they're doing right now just isn't cutting it because they want to fully step into the most expansive version of who they are, which by the way, is already inside of them. 
but this activation method is going to bring it to life in such an expansive, beautiful way. It is also for someone that's been in business for a little bit, but is looking for a bit of a pivot or a transition. Maybe they've been doing a lot of the do and it's starting to feel very overwhelming and maybe you're starting to burn out a little bit and really wanting to incorporate more flow and really start listening to what your business has in store for you. I truly believe that your business is alive and it has things to say to you and it wants to be in co-creation with you. It wants to partner with you so that you're not doing this all on your own, right? I think when we think that we are completely in it on our own, it turns into us being just so responsible for every single little thing and in a in a way that doesn't serve us, I mean, and think that every single action has to look a certain way. When you really surrender the outcome and you allow your business to speak to you, it becomes so beautiful. So the activation method is align, awaken, activate. And so I go into a so much deeper, the manifestation that we talked about in the beginning of this episode, really uncovering your secret sauce, awakening what is within your soul, building out that signature offer. So incorporating the divine feminine with the divine masculine. So the beautiful doing with the beautiful being, and then being able to market in a way that's non-transactional. So all the things we talked about in terms of engagement and posting at a certain time and just this panicky anxious ego that just starts glaring at you. That's not what this is about. We are leading with integrity. We're meet, making soul-led decisions and being able to magnetize your audience in a way that is so much more efficient and sustainable. I want you to have a foundation for your business that is sustainable and feels good to you. Your business should feel good. It should light you up every single day. And that's where I'm at in my business. And I just want to be able to share that. Um, so being able to create your signature offer, launch it, be able to market and sell it in a way that feels good to you. It's very much a choose your own adventure. You get to activate your own energy and make decisions that feel good to you. You don't have to look to what somebody else is doing or follow my strategy that worked for me. You get to call the shots. You are the one that is in control co-creating this with your business. So you can check me out on Instagram where I'll have so much more information. That is at tiffanychung.co. That's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-C-H-E-U-N-G.co. And you can learn all about Business Activation Academy, which is tiffanychung.co co slash BAA. And I hope to see you in there if you feel called and if it feels aligned. You are an angel. I love you so oh, much, love Tiffany. You. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And you, I'm just, it's such a gift to have you as my friend so and be having on this journey together. Yes. It's so freaking exciting. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I love, love, love talking with Tiffany. So make sure to follow her on Instagram at tiffanychung.co. Check the link in her bio to learn more about her group program. And thank you so, so much for being here. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it on your Instagram story, screenshot it, share it, and tag us both. I hope you have a wonderful 
wonderful day. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Oh, oh, oh.